in 2020, I'm like, everything I ever worked so hard for had just got snatched away from me. Yeah. Um, so I went a year with no job. Finally got a job. And when I got a job, I started saying like, oh, okay, God, I see you. Like, it was right. a little setback. Like, you know, I want to start really trying to figure this thing out. Right. And in my probation, I got let go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. So our podcast is called Comma Conversations. It got two meanings, right? The first comma is because, as you know, as an entrepreneur, as you know, a young person, somebody with a family, somebody with loved ones, someone with aspirations. It's always like a comma in your life. You don't just do one thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, especially as black people, we get put in a box. So it's like, you're just this versus a comma. Like, no, I'm this comma, this comma, this. It's also comma conversations because everybody that we bring on is trying to give our audience a way to get to the bag. We trying to get some money. So we embracing the commas, but also we trying to get to these commas. Now the guest that we have today um, is an amazing business owner up and coming in the city. Um, the chief get it done officer, Ajay Cook. Let me get, I'm, I'm gonna give you a bio and then you can introduce yourself. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay. So a lot of business owners, when you starting off, is just you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just you. You the social media manager, you're the marketing manager, you're the communications manager, you're the, the, CFO. Per- the CFO, the one doing, <laughs> you're doing everything. Yeah. But as you start to get some motion and people start to get interested, you got inventory that's got to get updated. You got campaigns that got to go out. You got customers that need to be responded to. And if you're not careful, you'll spend so much time in the day-to-day work that you lose like the creativity and love of your business. So that's where the chief get it done officer comes in because <laughs> she's going to take all that off your plate to where she's going to help set you up with processes to where, and, and even before we started recording, she was like, yeah, nah, you got to automate. Automation is key because it's going to take man hours away from you just doing the day-to-day work. But y'all, welcome, Ajay Cook, to the podcast. Thank you for sitting down with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. From the moment that I came to that first event, I was like, wow, this is really dope. You had a great crowd that was there. So I was just excited to be in the room. Um so, yeah, I think you did a really good job at explaining what my company is. So, we are the chief get it done officer. When we say done, we mean done, done. We take it from your plate and put it onto ours by enabling businesses to be successful by offering them administrative and operational support. Mm-hmm. Um, all back office from calendar management to email management to database building to data entry to form organization, inside reports, presentations, preparations. Uh, we literally do everything back office. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about yes. kind of how this even got started because you, yes. you really came in with that like yeah. not that that energy and I like that. So before I even became a full-time entrepreneur, I worked as directors, assistant directors, I worked in yeah. human resources, I worked as program managers, program supervisors. 
Um, I never had a dream or aspiration of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Never. You know how young people just say, oh, yeah, when I grow up, I want to, I always wanted to climb to the top of corporate. That was yeah. my ultimate goal to be so like the COO. So it's funny. So in 2020, after COVID, obviously the world got shook up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people was trying to figure out what they was going to do. I was one of those people who got laid off. Um, and I applied to over 537 job applications. That number is real. I tallied wow. that number. I applied to over 537 job applications. I didn't get anything. Um, I went a year with no job. Mm. I'm going to be real transparent with you because I'm this not even transparent. I'm going to take conversations. So, it's conversations. when I tell you I got evicted, I got Man. my car booted, I got all of these things starting Philly happening. Philly boots are crazy. Philly boots are oh, different. I'm like, I've never, like, I'm like, honestly, I couldn't believe my own life. I'm like, hold on, wait. Because yeah. somebody who always hound on being successful. I put myself through college two times. I always worked really hard. So in 2020, I'm like, everything I ever worked so hard for had just got snatched away from me. Yeah. Um. So I went a year with no job. Finally got a job. And when I got a job, I started saying like, oh, okay, God, I see you. Like, it was right. a little step back. Like, you know, I want to start really trying to figure this thing out. Right. And in my probation, I got let go. I'll Man. never forget this day. I was like, HR came in and said, oh, Miss Cook, we want to speak with you. And I had to tell the guy, I'm like, you know, I just went a year. Like, I, I'm, I just got evicted. Like, right. I was like crying and when they were like telling me that I couldn't work anymore. I'm like, no, because I I will clean a floor around here. Like, right. I need a job. Like, right. you guys understand. And so he like, you know, we can't, we can't afford a position. And we, we're not sure where the company's going to go. I walked out of there super depressed i'm talking mm-hmm. about when you hit rock bottom it's nowhere else to go besides yeah up. i birthed this company in that exact moment and i had no idea that i was going to do that yeah. um i had like a mentor i walked out i called my mentor i'm telling her i'm like i just got let go and she's like she knew my story she's like i know that you just work hard i knew that you had got a job i knew this i knew that and i said okay i don't know what i'm gonna do she's like well start out as a freelancer she's like you always work in you, you love Ed and I got my MBA. She was like, just start out just helping small businesses as a freelancer like yeah. Fiverr and things like that. Like people can just, yeah, like that. So people yeah. can just say, hey, do this, do that, do that. So I started out like that and then the ball just started. started so I started going to like networking events. Everybody had these grand businesses. It's like, oh, what do you do? It's like, look, I can help you do anything. I mean, I was meal prepping. That is not a part of the ad. I was doing whatever it took. But then people started telling people, oh, I know this girl. You know, she, she just be getting stuff done. Like, she just be yeah. helping people out. She just like an extra hand. Like, she just does anything to help business yeah. owners out. I didn't have a business. Yeah. I didn't have an LLC. I didn't have an EIN number. I didn't have anything. Right. So I came home. But she was getting it done. I was just getting it done. Like, I just like, anything that can help me pay a bill. I mean, was I, I was just like, $73, I'm, I'm undercharging people. I'm just doing right. whatever it can take to pay for whatever I need to pay for because I had just lost yeah. everything. So during that time, after that, I said, all right, well, I've been doing this for some time. I got in contact with a restaurant down in Old City and they're like, they wanted to contract me. They're like, this was my first huge contract. And I'm like, I don't have anything. So I came home. I started looking up everything. I'm like, all right, I got to get my LLC. I need to get everything because I'm not a Delaware LLC. But mind you, in the back of my mind, 
I said, like, I'm going to corporate because that's what I wanted to do. I'm like, I'm trying to make six figures. I got a few years. I got a few years. I'm going to be 30. I need to figure out what it is that I need to do to get to this money. And I need to get to it fast. So God was like, oh, we're going to get you to six figures, but you're not going, you're not going to work for nobody else. You're going to have to, you're going to build this yourself. And then I built that. And that's exactly how I birthed the company. It started strictly from deciding, like, I'm going to be a freelancer. Right. Knocked that first contract out. Then I knocked the contract out with Kelly Williams, where I was working with a lot of real estate agents there, nice. just doing a bunch of their following back up with people and doing right, all of right. their admin. And then people just started telling people, telling yeah. people. And I started getting random calls like, oh, yeah, a, a corporate event planning company. Like, oh, yeah, we're looking for somebody that can do this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is a thing. Like, this is yeah. a real thing. Like, people need these services like yep. people people businesses are not able to take it to the next level because ceos are trying to do everything right i always tell That's people like oh yeah y'all trying to do everything you, you can't do you everything you can't be a ceo of everything, everything That's why I say everybody we living in a ceo culture i was literally yeah. on the last interview i did we talked about the same thing mm-hmm. i said we living in this ceo culture where everybody trying to be a ceo but mm-hmm. What are you the CEO of? Right. If you don't have like a system in place to like, this is how we do this. This is how we do this. What you a CEO of? I guess like you a CEO of yourself. Right. But everybody's a CEO say, of themselves. Right. <laughs> I always say that people say, where do we fall in people's company? Yeah. CEOs are visionaries. Yeah. We're integrators. Yep. The visionary mm. sees the whole thing. We're the integrators that come in and execute. So we we execute all that to do list that you just keep pushing off. But if you do not get this thing done, your your company won't make it to the next level. That's yep. us. We're the integrators. Yep. We're the execution. Yep. It's the it's the in between because like from a marketing standpoint, marketing is about like inspiring people. Mm-hmm. I always say that like marketing is storytelling because before like when we started um, the Black American market, we like the lights weren't even on in mm-hmm. our building. Like mm-hmm. literally, Mariah called me and was like, "Yo, bro, like I want to do this store. Like we about to just die. Like right. we about to just do it because mm-hmm. it was an app that she had that was a Black American market where like it was like Yelp for like mm-hmm. Black businesses. She was like, but it's a lot of like product based businesses. She was like, so if we get a store, we can just tell them put it in our store. Right. But I think there was only like maybe ten people that was interested in it. So it was like, okay." Before we even have uh, uh, like furniture, before mm-hmm. we even have the lights on, like our we didn't even have the electric turned on in the store. It was like we gotta figure out a way to sell this, right? So like the marketing is about like selling. How do you get people interested, excited about what it is that you got going on? Mm-hmm. So like the first part of the journey is like. People have to know who you are. Right. They have to care. You have to tell them the story well enough that they're like, yo, I want that. I mm-hmm. want to take part in that. But then once that works and mm-hmm. you start getting people flooded in, we got to a point where like, like, well, okay, so we want to take more, but we had a thousand applications. Yeah, yeah, like, well, hold on. We got space for like a 75 people in the store. We got like a thousand applications. Right. We got it's people trying to get us in like, yeah. hold on. And then it would be to the point where like, okay, we have a marketing packet that we send out to people, but like people done paid their deposit, got in the store, sent their merchandise, but it was like, 
people were sending merchandise like with no tag, right. no label, yeah. no price tag. Their business wasn't marked on it. So we would just show up to the store and it'd be like a thousand mm-hmm. pieces of merchandise right. just here like, what the fuck? Like, who's stuff is who? Is, is like, who's who? Where does all this go? That's why I always tell CEOs, yeah. you have to delegate. You gotta organize. You have to. You gotta organize. organize. You have to be strategic. You yeah. have to put people in place to yeah. do the things that need to get done. People always say, oh, well, you know, we're, we don't have the money to hire out somebody else in to come in and do these things. It's like, you have to find that in your budget. That's the only way. Can you imagine you trying to sit down and do all of that and still having to get out and put the business out there and grow the company? You're you're you only one person. Yeah. So you, you have to delegate. You, you got to do it. And I think where a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong is they start to see some money in their business come in mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's mine. Right. Having a business is like growing a child. Oh, yeah. You oh, have yeah. to spend you, time you, putting into that. You business. cannot grow a business talking about you rich from the start. You want to get money. Please, like, no, no. 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 I, we had no, like this. possible. Uh, this is not a flex, but like we did $200,000 of business for mm-hmm. BAM in six months. I still go to work every day. Yeah. I still got a nine to five because okay. I understand. I can't do every role in this business. Mm-hmm. So if we got a budget that says like, all right, after we pay expenses, we got 15,000. Mm-hmm. Well, six, 7,000 is going to be in staffing mm-hmm. right off the rip. Yeah. It's what's your gross and what's 5,000 is going to be rent right mm-hmm. off the rip. Mm-hmm. So if I come in and I'm like, oh, I need, I'm a, I need a $50,000 salary right off the gate. Well, kill our fucking business. Right, yeah. We won't have money to market. We won't have money to buy furniture we need. Mm -hmm. We won't have money to... When I first started, when I first launched, I had to do... I was still doing Uber Eats to pay for the business. Right. I had to do everything to still fund the business because this was my whole income. So, every money that I would make from all of these clients... I have to pay out employees. I got a team of people. Right. I got to pay people. I got to pay the chief get done officers because yeah. they are getting things done for these other people companies. Right. So pricing is a big thing. Learning how to really, how do you price people? You know, like mm-hmm. I, somebody comes into my company's like, we need admin. The first thing I think of is, all right, well, we got to do an assessment on your company. We need yeah. to figure out where you, we need to figure out what you yeah. And then I'll be able to say, okay, you fall into this package. And right. this, this is this much because like you said, it's gross and it's net. Yep. What did you make? How do you disperse it? Where does it go? What's up, everybody? This is Caleb from the O2 Collection Media. And listen, we all know we're living in a world about attention, right? Everything is about getting traction, getting your likes up, your comments up, your views up, your metrics up. But once you start to get a little traction with your business, how do you convert those views, those comments, those metrics into actual dollars in your bank account? That's what we do at the O2 Collection Media. We not only produce high quality content for our customers, but we show them how they can get those views, those metrics into converting actual sales for their products or for their services. It's all about the back end. It's all about converting people that see your posts into actual dollars and actual customers. So if you want to learn how to do that and work with us, you can go to the O2Collection.com. You can fill out our contact form and we can get started. So this was going to be my my question to follow that question up would be like finding that right pricing, especially as a contractor, Mm -hmm. because we don't know walking into a situation what and this is something that Mariah always does. Mariah always goes and researches is like 
if it's a organization that we applying for like a contract for she goes and researches like their budget mm-hmm. and she like okay if it's a public company they want she gonna see like okay this is the budget they got mm-hmm. for this but from like a you know just as a contractor walking in how do you assess that like what do i charge because most people say what do i want to make off this mm-hmm. versus saying like what service am i providing because some people undersell themselves right off the gate. Oh yeah. That's a problem that I have. Like being yeah. realistic. Oh, I'll undersell myself. People ask me all the time what's your prices? You need to go on the website, you have to complete a service inquiry. Yeah. I cannot just throw prices out there. Especially when it comes down to admin. Because people never really know what they need. And I'm sure you had the same thing right. with marketing. Like somebody may come say, hey can you take pictures? Can you do this? Can you do that? It's your time. So yeah. you how you price you have to sit down and think about one the time that it takes to get for you. Yeah. You, you have to edit people's stuff. Oh, it's yeah. not about going out and taking the shot. It's That's the easy edit. part. Yeah. It's about the 20 hours I gotta yeah. do when I come home and cut all that up. Yeah. So that that's one, the time that it takes to actually get the work done. Yeah. You know, what all goes into the work. So for me specifically, we do admin operations. So we have a lot of different subscriptions. We have to do asanas, dub sautos, click on all these project management, all these CRMs, the QuickBooks, all these communication scheduling, mm-hmm. scheduling platforms, all these platforms. How much do these subscriptions, how much are these a month? Yeah. You have to, you have yeah. to really get down to, okay, what's what does yeah, every single thing yeah. cost? Mm-hmm. And then how? And then you also have to do your projections. So I always tell people, like, for our company, an administrative and operational company nationally, just nationally, is an $11 billion industry. Mm. If my company can capture just half of 5%, we will be a $55 million company. That's only capturing half of 1%. Half of 1%. So 0.5. Wow. If we only capture that, we will be a $55 million company. Yeah. So knowing these numbers, that that will set you up to... That, that's yeah. like the big number. Like, wow, we can be a $55 million company. How do we get there? Yeah. We have to break it down in the packaging. Yeah. What does it cost? How do you get there? How do you even land those clients, those, those yeah. huge clients that can afford to pay thousands of dollars a month? So yeah. looking at what does that even look like? Yeah. So those projections, those financial, um, I would say planning and strategy, that's so necessary for business yeah. owners to, to see, you know, who's your target market? Who are you talking? I remember when I first started, I said, oh, I want to target small businesses. Had this dream for small businesses. Well, yeah, a small business is great. But you got the bread, though. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, but you got to think about what, yeah. what, what is a small business? Yeah. It's not about a small business. business. How much is a business? Yeah. How much is yeah. a business? You know how people make the same amount of money as over, but yeah. don't, they're not over. Yeah. So it's more so just figuring out, you know, excuse me, you know, what, what does one your industry calls like what right. is what are uh, what are your competitors making yeah what does the, like how you say mariah goes and looks up and say okay for me i say if you was to come to me and say you needed an administrative and operational or ceo or ceo up that ceo a coo you know what would that what would that charge be for your like if you actually hire somebody oh yeah that's a oh, it's crazy. Yeah. that yeah. you would have to charge somebody to come in and do what we do yeah and do handle all your day-to-day admin that's why as a contractor you can if it, you can come in and basically say, and that'd be one of the selling points when mm-hmm. I talk to people about doing their marketing, because it's like, yeah, if you were to, like, if you look, for, first I would say, when you do something, know what your worth is. Mm-hmm. So if you have a track record of like, I did this for this person, I did mm-hmm. this for this person, a nice portfolio. They, a nice portfolio. Once you get that, like, even if you got a, 
get your foot in the door and like do stuff for people just off the love or do mm -hmm. like a deal with somebody. Hey, I'm going to help you with this. You help me with that. Mm -hmm. Get a nice portfolio yeah. of people that you work with. Once you have that portfolio, you got to step into the room like, yeah. I'm, you got to know like I'm a big dog. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. I remember, I, first of all, I, I used to barter service. I don't know anymore, but I used to always barter services. Like, yeah. you can do this. I can do that. Let me tell you, my hairdresser, I'll borrow. I used to be like, I got so many events. I got to speak at this. Yep. If you do my hair, we'll handle your admin. And yep. I, that was a great way to barter services. But I think what you said was awesome. Like, you have to have that portfolio. Let your work speak for itself. Yep. I never go around and start trying to explain how well I do it. Right. Listen, I got client testimonials. That's I got, awesome. I got yeah. reviews that just speak for themselves. But the, I think the most important thing when it comes down to that is just you know, knowing the person who's looking for your services, they know what they need. Right. I offer a service. You offer how, do you, a service. how do you feel that pain point yeah. for them? Yeah. And it's just making that connection. I mean, it's usually I always say, you know, sometimes you got to feel people's emotions. When it comes down to acting, I straight say, you, what did you get done yesterday? What did you not get done yesterday that you were supposed to get done? Right. They start thinking, they be like, that's good marketing. That's like, good marketing. They be like, oh, I'm like, you still ain't taking trash up. Trash man came two weeks in a row. What happened? Right. So, oh yeah, you need somebody to come in and help you and get those day things day done. Task. And then once they see, oh wow, I'm like, wow, you've been only been here for two weeks and you didn't got ten things off my to do list completed. Check. Yeah. Now you see your business growing. Now you see like if I can just get these things done, I could really take it to the next level. It's you just don't have enough time. 